Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the USMLE Guys podcast. Today, we're diving into a short clip from one of our recent USMLE Coaches Corner Live episodes on YouTube. This is a quick tip that you can take and immediately use to boost your USMLE Step 1 and or Step 2 CK exam performance and results. If you find this tip to be useful and you want to ace your USMLE exams with certainty in less time and with ease, visit us at usmleguys.com to learn how we can help you make it happen. Now let's dive into today's episode. All right, let's move on here. I'm using first aid to review my weaknesses. Is that enough? Take it away, Doc. Well, how can you use a high-yield resource book to review your weaknesses? And what is a weakness to you, right? Is it not understanding the TCA cycle, not really understanding how glucose turns into pyruvate to then either go down to TCA or go back into gluconeogenesis? Or perhaps maybe you forget some associations like triple repeats, codons, and whatnot. To that degree, if you're using first aid, it can review certain weaknesses. Like I just forget those associations, those tumor markers. Very good. But if you need a little more uh, work on your weakness, for example, I don't really know and understand about carnitine and the citrate shuttle. Unfortunately, first aid might not be helpful, right? And that's what people need to understand. These books are not meant to teach you anything. These are wonderful notebooks that put they put everybody in the same level, same same playing field, right? Doctors from here, from New York, from Greece, Italy, Poland, you name it, all over the world, with the same book, especially for the same version. The difference is your knowledge, your foundation. Is it strong or is it weak? So it's up to you to either say, well, I'll use the, this navigation, this amazing notebook to either show me the associations or have to be honest with myself, I have to open up a Lippincott because biochem is not my strong is not my strong topic and perhaps i don't remember in medical school and undergrad i majored in history for example right it's not not me but let's say somebody out there so to answer your question first aid is a wonderful book to review a wonderful book to give you these little nuggets and tips to anchor information to your memory but to use that to fix your weaknesses it's like putting a band-aid on a waterfall you know you'll try to do it you'll read it today you memorize a few topics and, and words and then next week you're like I keep making the same mistake again yeah. because you're using the wrong resources or wrong things. Perfect. Uh, I think some a lot of students, especially the younger ones, don't understand that when the first aid was first developed, A, it was developed by U.S. students. B, mm -hmm. it was developed for U.S. students who are in that transition from we just finished our basic sciences and we just need a quick review to take our exam. Yeah. And yes, it's still a big, robust book, but it was not designed to... Uh, substitute for an entire basic sciences foundation. And somewhere along the line, obviously it's a good resource. So somewhere along the line, people started to say, hey, we should all be using this book. And then somewhere along the line, someone said, all you need is this book. And therein lies a big chunk of the problems here. I don't yeah. have anything to add to what you said, but I, you know, it's important that students realize that the, the purpose of the first aid when it was originally created was to be used by studs who are already ready, who just needed a quick two-week review. And not to say you guys aren't studs, I'm sure all of you are, but you're a stud if you have everything there and you just need a quick refresher. So keep that in mind. And you know, I think what a lot of students are doing, well, I, not that I think I know actually, we all know this, is that because you have a beautiful notebook in front of you, right? And every year you get a newer one, a newer one. For some reason, people think they don't have to take notes. 
So it's like, well, okay, the book is there for you. I think I call it like a safety net, right? I did my work. I learned my, my systems, biochem, micro, amino, so on. I took my own notes. Now I will parallel it. I will compare it to my first aid. Some things I extracted from videos or textbooks. First aid's right here. It's standard. And I should merge it together. But to say, I won't take notes because a notebook to have my first aid in front of me, well, then well, everything you're doing is passive. Because if you're watching videos or reading textbooks, they're like, well, I have a first aid, which was not created by you. You didn't make it, right? You didn't write your own notes. So then you watch a video, read the book. Oh, I'm doing well. Then you get 35% because you don't know the content, right? It kind of skips you. And it goes right out the other way. So please be careful, guys. Because you have a notebook doesn't mean you can't take notes either. You have to absorb the information. You have to understand. You have to be able to retain and recall on exam day. Yeah, and one last thing before we move to the next question. Students often ask, how do I properly annotate into my first aid? And the oh. way the way that I would say if, if you if you insist on doing this is look at the first aid and, and mm -hmm. for example, let's say we're talking about Parkinson's disease and they've got some information there. You want to make sure you can elaborate further on every detail that they outline. And if you can't, then when you're going through questions and when you're reading up on this information, Put little lines, let's say you've got a word here, like let's say we're talking levodopa, carbidopa, and you're not mm. sure how exactly it works. Okay, maybe it tells you a little detail there, but there's more that you need to know. Put a little line and then just what's the next word, right? Even if just you see a word that can help you get to that next level of going a little bit deeper, you know, like sort of like if you're a presenter on a stage, right? You're not going to obviously read your entire um the entire thing you wrote out, your what the, what's the word I'm looking for? Your, your entire presentation. Um, yeah, bullet points. But if you have bullet points, you see a bullet point and then you can go and go and go. You can think sure. of annotating into first aid that way, just adding a couple words that will help you branch out into the next thought is a great way to do it. But you know, we see some of these books that are littered from you know, every single out, uh, inch of the page is just Ooh. highlighted or written that's not really doing you any favors. It's just making your life harder. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there because that's something someone asked me today and uh, it was kind of fresh on my mind. And then when you do that, what happens, this is exactly what happens, right? So you, you, you keep dumping info into your book. Then there's less, less white space and less so, so saturated, so cluttered up that then you're like, well, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm reading. So right. then it's like, well, I'll just buy the newer version. And transfer everything to the newer version so you do a lot of sweat equity a lot of like sweating a lot of you know like busy work but you don't really aren't doing anything so please be careful when yeah. you do that because the book gets really saturated anyway <laughs> yeah for sure thanks for listening i hope you found that to be helpful if you want more be sure to check out our other episodes right here on the usmle guys podcast and if you're ready to dive in and simplify your usmle prep process don't forget to head over to usmleguys.com I'll see you all on the next episode.